Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. God that come, Father God, with their own understanding. Today, oh God, we come to stand on your word. We thank you, Father God, that we will leave this broadcast today, oh God, walking, oh God, in understanding, oh God, of how you want us to be cleansed and purified before you from the inside out. Father, we thank you now, God, that as you cleanse us on today, oh God, and as you purify us on today, oh God, we shall, Father God, be cleansed from every sickness and every disease, God. And we thank you right now, Father God, that nothing will be able to remain in us, oh God, as your word begins to take root. Father, we come right now, God, and we thank you, Father God, for allowing us to be obedient to your word. Father God, for as you speak, we shall obey. We shall obey your word, Father God. We come right now, Father God, asking you, Lord God, to show us those, Father God, that are not of your word. Father, there are many false prophets that have gone into the land and gone into the world today. And, Father, we ask that you give us great discernment, O oh God, that when your word is spoken, O oh God, we shall know the truth and the truth shall make us free. Help us to be free from religious ways and religious people, Father God, that speak your word, Father God, out of being unlearned. Father, help us to be those, Father God, that when your word is spoken, it is coming, Father God, from the true Father God of the Holy Spirit. Thank you that the Holy Spirit shall dwell in us and the Holy Spirit shall live in us and the Holy Spirit, Father God, shall be the reason that we do what we do. Father, we break, Father God, traditions of men that were untaught and traditions of men, Father, that, that were just led by their ways. We break the ways of man. Father, we ask that you breathe and empower us, O oh God, with the tradition of your word. Father, we shall obey your word. We shall obey leadership, Father God, that is directing us in your way. We thank you today, O oh God that we're not led, Father God, by those, Father God, that want to be seen, but we're led, Father God, by those, Father God, that lift up, Father God, the holy word of God, that live by it, that stand by it, O oh God. So we thank you today, O oh God, that every spirit of the Pharisee and the Sadducee is broken. Father God, we renounce it and we deny it, O oh God, that those, Father God, that continue, Father God, to teach and preach, Father God, after their own ways, O oh God, you will deal with them, O oh God. We shall continue to follow the holy will of God, the sanctified and set-apart way of God. Father God, we ask, Father God, that you begin, Lord God, to teach us, Lord God, that it is not about the outwardness, O oh God, that we should seek, but it was the in inwardness of the holy word of God, that the holy word will become quick and powerful in our life. It will transform us, O oh God. It will lead us in the pathways of righteousness, that people will know, Father God, by our fruits that we belong to you and that we have honored you in all of our ways. 
So therefore, oh God, we lift up right now, Father God, the holy ways of God over this broadcast. And Father, everyone that follows in the pathway of righteousness, oh God, shall be healed, shall be delivered, and shall be set free. And it has been spoken, Father God, in your word, Father God. That if we walk up right before you, no good things will you withhold from us. And on today, Father, for those, Father God, that are withholding your word and your will in their hearts, that they will not sin against you. And we pray right now in the name of Jesus Christ, O God, in the name, Father God, of Yeshua. We pray right now in the name of Yeshua HaMashiach. We pray right now that your word shall set us free. In the name of Yeshua, we do pray. Amen, amen, and praise God. Amen. Good morning. Amen, good afternoon, amen, and possibly amen, good evening to somebody. And those of you that are in the night season, all around this world, we bless you. We salute God, but we bless those that have come to hear, amen, what the word of God, amen, is speaking to us about on today. Amen. Praise the holy God of Israel. Amen. We thank the most high God for this day that he has given us, amen, another day, amen, that we are to celebrate our Lord and Savior, Yeshua. Amen, praise God. We are honoring today, amen, first of all, God, amen, from whom all blessings flow, amen, praise God, and we are honoring our fathers on today, amen, praise God, praise God. Amen. Glory to God. And so we just thank God for fathers and parents. Amen. And Godfathers. Amen. And all of those, amen, that have played a um, very integral, important part in the lives of of uh, modeling and uh, raising up our children. Amen. Praise God. Those fathers that have led children in a godly way, that have lived lives before their children. Amen. Praise God. We just honor those. Amen. Praise God. And even we honor mothers on today that have walked as fathers. Amen. When they have not been a father. Amen. Praise God. So we do thank God for you. Amen. Glory be to God. So um, we want to take time to say um, thank you, fathers. Thank you, dads. But most of all, we thank Abba, Father. Uh, thy Father, our Father God, that showed every person on the face of this earth, male, female, uh, children, amen, young and old, how to be what they are to be. It is thy Father that has shown every father on the face of this earth how to be the father, amen, praise God, that they are to be. So fathers, continue to follow the example of Christ. As you lead your families, your children, your wives, amen, your neighborhoods, amen, praise God. And even as you stand as leaders in the church, amen, as you stand, amen, to give the word, as you stand to pray, as you stand to to uh, worship, amen, whatever you do, amen, praise God, let it be done, amen, to bring someone to Christ, amen. So thank God for you, fathers. Those of you that don't have your earthly fathers here, know that um, God is a father, Amen, as well as a mother. Amen. He can be whatever we desire for him to be. So um, let's go to the word of God. Amen. Amen. Praise God again. Amen. This is the message of Christ Church. You have tuned into 
our Bible study time for today. Amen. Praise God. And we are going to the Word of God. We're going to be coming out of the book of Matthew today, so you can go ahead and grab your word. Amen. We're going to be coming from Matthew, the 15th chapter, verses 1 through 9. Amen. That's Matthew in the New Testament, Matthew, the 15th chapter, verses 1 through 9. Hallelujah. Matthew, the 15th chapter, verses 1 through 9. Amen. Praise God. And I am going to read today out of the Living Living Bible, but I still want you to read along with me out of your Bible, whatever translation you have. Just read with me. We want to saturate the atmosphere. Amen. Praise God. All around this world. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Matthew, the 15th chapter, amen, verses 1 through 9. Amen, please, God. I'm reading out of the Living Bible, so I'm going to read a little different this morning from your King James Version. Amen. And so it reads, it reads here in my Living Bible. It says, some Pharisees and teachers of religious law now arrived from Jerusalem to see Jesus. They asked him, Why do your disciples disobey our age-old tradition? For they ignored our tradition out, our tradition of ceremonial hand washing before they eat. Jesus replied, "And why do you, by your traditions, violate the direct commandments of God?" For instance, God says, honor your father and mother. And anyone who speaks disrespectfully of father or mother must be put to death. But you say it is all right for people to say to their parents, sorry, I can't help you, but I have vowed to give to God what I would have given to you. And this way, you say they don't need you need to honor their parents. And so you cancel the word of God for your sake of your own tradition. You hypocrites. Isaiah was right when he prophesied about you, for he wrote, These people honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. Their worship is a farce, for they teach man-made ideas as commands from God. Glory, hallelujah. My God, Matthew 15, verses 1 through 9. Glory, hallelujah. Glory, hallelujah. Our, our key verse for today that I want you to focus on is coming from Matthew 15 and 8. These people draw nigh unto me with their mouth and honoreth me with their lips, but their heart is far from So our topic for today is Jesus teaches about justice. Glory to God. I want to add a subtopic. Be delivered from lip service. 
be delivered from lip, the ministry of lip service. Why do I say that? Because some of us just say things to look good. Some of us have a ministry of talking and not knowing what we talk about. Some of us open our mouths out of being unlearned and uneducated by the word of God. And we are using it as the word of God when it is not the word of God. It is not written in the word of God. Neither is it taught by holy men in the word of God. You see, everything in the word of God is not something that God wants us to follow. It may be in the word of God, but it is not the holy way that God wants us to live. There are things in the word of God that man wants us to follow. So when you hear people say, it's in the word of God, it may be in the word of God, but it is something that God wants us to follow, or it is something that man. See, it is written because it wants us to get an understanding of how men were and how they still are and how they still need to be delivered. And so today, Jesus teaches about justice. My God. Jesus teaches about justice. Let me get here to my word. Jesus teaches about justice. I want you to get that in your spirit. Amen. Praise God. But we're going to talk about how to be delivered from your own understanding of the ministry of opening your mouth, saying stuff that you heard down through the years, saying stuff that you heard somebody else say. Repeating scriptures and repeating things, teaching your children, standing up before the people in your church with the mouth of ministry of the wrong that is causing people to be just like the Pharisees. Today we're going to talk about justice. Justice is behavioral treatment. Amen. Justice uh, means to uh, judge. Judge. Amen. The process of judging someone, wanting to punish someone of a crime. Yes, that's what we're going to talk about today. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. This word is so powerful that I read over it, amen, over and over and over and over again. Jesus teaches about justice. How are you judging somebody? Are you judging them according to what you've been taught, but you have not understood the meaning of what you have been taught? You see, today... We're going to learn the concept of obedience to God versus being obedient to the laws of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. They are still present in the earth realm. 
Some of us are still following after the Pharisees and Sadducees. We're getting up and we're speaking over people and we're attaching God to it, making God be a part of your tradition, your traditional things that were not right. The word tradition does not mean that it's wrong. You hear people sometimes saying, I'm not, I'm not following after religious people. Well, they need to put a little bit more emphasis on that because there are some religious and traditional things that we do as men and women of God that is right. So when you say I'm not going to follow after tradition and religious, and I break the spirit of tradition and religious, you need to be a little bit more specific. Even when you pray, I've said it, you've said it, many people have said it when they pray. I break the spirit of religious. I break the spirit of tradition. We need to be a little bit more specific because there are some religious and traditional things that we do that are right. So we need to break the evil and unlearn traditional things of the Pharisees and the Sadducees that people do. Put a little bit more emphasis on your prayer. Because you, if you're around here, if you are praying and you are, you're not being specific, you might be tearing down something traditionally in your leaders or in your lifestyle or in the lifestyle of others that is wholly traditional. That's what we want. We want holiness. We want things that are done because they are of God. They are they are pathways that people are following that are holy and righteous traditional. So that's what we're gonna look at today. The Pharisees and the Sadducees, they're popping up again. They're coming up even in, in, in our lives today. People are looking to find to bring you to bring justice, unrightfulness, unrighteous justice to you. Somebody don't like the righteousness that you're walking in. Amen? Glory to God, they don't like it. It's, it's been down through the years that man always wanted to be right and always wanted God to be wrong. The Pharisees and the Sadducees. Amen? Praise God. So today we're going to learn about how to be obedient to God versus being obedient to the spirit of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. Um, we are going to repent because everybody needs to repent because everybody on this line and everybody is going to come back and listen to the playback and everybody, amen, praise God, all around this world have once or many times offered up false lip service of God's word, have taught somebody to do something and follow something that they were taught to do that was not about the will of God. It was good. It was a good thing to do. But it was still unrighteous, traditional, religious words. My God. And some of these things does not bring glory to God. It just is something that you were taught, have you ever been taught something by either your parents or by someone else in the church that you had no understanding of, but you just did it because they said, you better 
you better go in there and wash your hands before you eat. God don't like no unclean hands. You better make sure you say grace over that food before you eat because God will curse you. Well, you know, those are minor things that we have been taught. There are more there are more in depth things that people tell us, things that people have taught us to do and we have religiously done it and um they said that if you don't do it, this 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 is happen, gonna happen to you and you are I heard people say that if you don't clean your house and it shows that you're dirty before God you know, all kind of things. All kind of things that people attach certain things to and they say that uh, this is uh, one way that shows that you uh, are not holy before God. So nevertheless, let's get into uh, uh, word today. We're going to be paying up offering lip service to God Why um, not being in a place of honoring him. Some people say things that sound good. There are people that are professional lip talkers. They know how to say things, and they know how to put the word of God in what they're saying to make you believe that it is God. That's what the Pharisees and the Sadducees did. They were not honoring God, but they wanted you to do certain religious, evil, unholy religious things that said that you were not honoring God because you didn't do what they told you to do. It was their under, it was their ways that they wanted you to uh, follow. They wanted you to do what they wanted you to do and not what God was honoring you to do. In other words, washing your hands can have so much spiritual uh, application to it if you really look at it spiritually. Uh, but it's not something that is going to dishonor God in the natural. In the natural, if you don't wash your hands before you eat, what it's saying is you nasty. Your hands are filthy. It's saying naturally that you could be possibly uh, um, putting germs in your mouth, especially if you're one that lick your fingers after you eat your meals. I don't know. I'm just giving an example. But it is naturally um, the right thing to do is wash your hands because germs attach to your hands in the natural, okay? But in the spirit, if you want to look at it spiritually, um, your hands, the hands represent serving. And so if you're serving someone, you want to have, in other words, when they say have clean hands when you're serving somebody, it does not mean go wash your hands uh, with water, but it means that the purpose of your serving is to honor God. What you are doing, what you're giving somebody, what you're doing for somebody is to bring God glory. And so if I didn't wash my hands when I gave you a bag of clothes or when I gave you money, it does not mean that I'm unclean before God. But religious people like the Pharisees and the Sadducees, if they saw me sit down and eat or sit down and fix you a plate or sit down and, and gave you something before I ate, they would call me unclean. They would say, because you didn't go wash your hands before you gave her that 
money, and you just sit down and start eating because they twist the word of God. You ever know somebody that twisted the word of God to make you look like you, you are unrighteous and they holy? And as they twist the word of God on you, they got 7,000 more things that's being twisted in their lives that they're not going to say that's wrong, but they're going to make a way to make it right. You ever known anybody like that, that you always, what you do, they always got a magnifying glass up on it, but looking at them, they got a, a bigger magnifying glass on them, and you can see more things that they need to straighten out, but they, they will not own up to being wrong. This is the Pharisees and the Sadducees. They took their position as being in the place of over the law that they were always right. How many know that just because you stand in the pulpit with the title or just because whatever you do in the house of God does not make you right, just because you are a pastor doesn't make you all the way right, just because you are an apostle doesn't make you all the way right, bishop doesn't make you all the way right, evangelist, prophet, or teacher doesn't make you when you stand before the people. Glory be to God. Help today, Holy Ghost. We got too many people in leadership that can point the finger at you, but the same thumb is pointing back at them. Because if they don't have an understanding of the word, they're going to put a lack of understanding upon you. My God. My God. Glory to God. And so Jesus teaches about justice, about people that want to condemn people, but they wrong. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And that's why we need to make sure we stay before God, that he puts a magnifying glass upon each and every one of us. Each and every time we stand before the people, each and every time we give a lesson, each and every time we pray, make sure that you have put the magnifying glass upon yourself and that every word that is coming out of your mouth you are you are asking God that it is the truth, and it's not something that you want the people to do. And if you study your word, you will not lead people. You will not continue to lead people wrong. Just putting scripture out there and doesn't know what it means. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So. The word of God is uh, Jesus teaches about justice. Amen. Praise God. We're going to look at our word today. Um, the Pharisees and the Sadducees here are dealing with clean hands. People can focus on something that just is not important to God. So clean hands, they, they are focusing on clean hands versus focusing on a clean heart. My God, Jesus. There are some people walking around here that are homeless. Their hearts are more clean than their hands. My God. But if they were to sit down to eat, to man, because of the way that they look, their clothes, their hands, their their body odor, their hair, they would be unclean before God, according to the Pharisees and the Sadducees. And even unto some of us today, 
when they come into the house of God, they are looked upon as unclean, but their heart is hungry for God. They are sitting there pouring their heart out to God, asking God to help them. They're repenting. And so we got to be careful how we look at the outside of people and call them unclean. So the Pharisees were looking at things, outer outer appearance here. So we're going to look at this word because it's talking about, are you focusing on clean hands or a clean heart? Is that your desire for your outer appearance to be so clean and so spotless that your heart is so evil and so nasty? You see it today in the house of God. The Pharisees are walking around in the house of God. They are beauty. They they look beautiful, handsome, flawless. They are singing on their praise team. Their hair is together. Their their makeup is together. Their clothes are together. Uh, They are singing. They are praying. They're on your deacon boards. Amen. Praise God. They stand up taking, taking up the money. They are flawless in their outer appearance. Their words are elegant. But they're not going to help you if you ever get in a bind. Their hearts are evil. They take their money, and they want to look good by putting in certain amounts of money. Their name get recognized by the pastors and the leaders. And even if the leaders don't say their name openly, they give them the utmost respect and positions in the house of God. Amen. You got folks, amen, that are preaching behind the pulpit. They are flawless and and they have their so-called life together, and you are dirty and nasty before God. They don't honor you sometimes, don't even speak to you, don't care about how you're doing through the week, don't want to know nothing about your family, ain't going to waste the time to lift up a word of prayer over you, even in the service or even after service. Amen, praise God. Not gonna, they're going to drive right by you if you're walking home. Amen, praise God. Don't care how far you have to go and don't care. Amen, what you have to do. They're not going to remember you, amen, praise God, from any other person in the house of God. They're flawless. They look perfect. They look like the pastors or the leaders, amen, of royalty. Folks that people flock up behind and follow all around all around this world. Because they're driving a certain car, they live in a certain neighborhood, they're flawless on the outside. People overlook the inside when your outside is looking good. My God. That's the Pharisees. Amen? People are focusing on images on the outside instead of the inside. This is what this word is all about. Uh, There are people that are spending a whole lot of time trying to impress people with outward appearance. That's what the Pharisees and the Sadducees were doing. Amen? We have already read the scriptures, so I'm just going to give you some information about what the scriptures were talking about. Amen? Praise God. Uh, People, amen, glory to God, are spending thousands and thousands upon thousands of dollars to, to make their outsides look good. How much money do you think people spend on getting their nails done in a month? I'm going to say for a whole month. Getting their eyelashes done, getting their toenails done, getting pedicures, and 
all kind of things to make their outward appearance look good. Men do it as well as women. As, as women, men get pedicures, facials, and so if you're not into that, maybe you're spending hundreds and hundreds of dollars on your wardrobe, or to have the best looking car, or to have the best looking house in the neighborhood. Thousands and thousands of dollars are being spent on individuals that are shaved to look a certain way. Now, let me say this, because I don't want nobody saying, and I don't want nobody walking around here looking a mess when you should be looking royalty. Now, we should, as men and women of God, look um, beautiful, handsome. We should look royalty. But that is not the look of how we look on the outside is not something that is what we are to focus on as far as winning people to Christ. People should not look at your Gucci bag or the pumps that you're wearing or the suit that you have on and say, ooh, I want to be saved so I can... I can have those type of clothes. But you want people to see how beautiful you look and how handsome you look, but you also want them to see the heart. That That's what you want them to see. You want them to be able, if your clothes and your nails and your hair and your and your suit is is showing up more than your heart and your, and your Christ-like attitude, then you need to move some of that stuff out of the way. Because that's what the Pharisees were doing. They had outer they did things outwardly so that people could say that they were saved. That they were they were they were um, what people should be like. Do this like we do, dress like we dress, because this is what this is what it is. But on the other hand they was mistreating people. But look like me on the outside and act like me on the inside. Mistreat people, dishonor people. They did that. But then they wanted to look at somebody that didn't wash their hands. What are you looking at in people? What are you degrading people of? What are you saying is not God just because you don't do it that way? My God. So, justice. So people do that. Amen. Praise God. So, the truth of the word for today is, is that you cannot change what you are from the outside. You cannot put on certain clothes. You cannot do certain things to change what's in your heart. What's in your heart should supersede clothes, things that you do. Your heart is what should show up. It should be what you wear. It should it should it should be on top of any clothes. It should bring out and show up what's in you. 
on the outside. So, in other words, you should have a balance. You can have a wardrobe full of brand name clothes, designer shoes. That's fine. But it should not change your character. That's what I'm saying. The Pharisees were dressed up. If you saw them, my God, they came out with their with they gowns on, fringes. I mean, uh, you know what? It's like they wore the name brand clothing back in those days. The things that people probably couldn't afford, they had on the gowns that people desired to wear. To them, when they saw the Pharisees, they 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 saw people that they wanted to be just like that. I want to wear those things. They didn't look. They overlooked the fact that these people were not taking care of them. They were poor. They wouldn't give them money. They would say, "Oh, I gave my money to God." Glory to God. Yeah, that's that's what they were saying. So Hallelujah. They would say things like that. I gave my money to God. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. So people allow Things that they wear and uh, religious and traditional things that they have been taught to move them out of the will of God. It changes their mannerism. Amen. It changes their character. It deceives people into thinking that they need to be doing what you are doing. So God cannot be deceived. What's in the heart, God already knows. And what's in the heart is showing up. If people miss it, God does not. And they're, they're apparently, God gives us these words to show us that there's too much of you showing and less of him. Um, he's also showing us in the word of God because the Pharisees were teachers of the of the law. And so he's telling us that there is, wrong teaching being done in the house of God. People are teaching people how to follow them and not how to follow God. My spirit cringes when I hear people teaching false doctrine. My spirit cringes when I see people living a lie. Glory to God. It causes me to go into prayer for them because some of these people, I really don't believe that they know the um, damage that they're doing to their souls. And not only the damage that they're doing to their souls, the damage that they're doing to the people. How many people do you know are going to um, end up in the house of God on today and they are going to hear something out of the mouth? of someone that is going to preach a word of God that is not true. They're going to leave there and they're going to have it in their heart and they're going to follow it. They're going to dress themselves with this word that is going to become their lives. 
My God, Jesus. So let me go ahead and finish up this word here. Um, it's scary. It's scary because um, it has been going on for years. The Pharisees and the Sadducees started it off, and people are still following wrong traditions, wrong religious um, ways, because they were they, because you were taught by somebody in the church or taught by um, a parent that was not taught properly. You followed it. God is bringing correction in this season. Amen. Praise God. Um, So he knows, God knows that we are still in a place where we need to learn. Amen. But that doesn't stop the spirit of deception that is coming in, trying to deceive the people. God knows that you are still in the same place, and he wants to break that. And he wants you to have a heart that, he dwells in that shows up on the outside. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Um, God knows the truth, and he wants you to know the truth. Amen. Glory to God. So um, as we look at the scriptures today in the book of Matthew, the 15th chapter, that's that's where our um, scriptures, scriptures coming from today. Um, as we look in the uh, the book of Matthew, Amen. Praise God. Uh, We know that um, Matthew was a uh, Jewish Christian. He wrote, um, especially he wrote to the Jews. Um, Matthew uh, taught a lot about the Hebrew language. Um, So he taught in the book of Matthew a lot about what Jesus taught, about the teachings of Jesus, the teachings of Jesus. He stuck to it, amen. He he broke. He came to break the traditions of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. He came to expose them, amen, praise God, because they were keeping the people in bondage. That's why you see so many people in the church, and you wonder, and you, you scratch your head and say, why are these people not delivered? It could be because they're, they're following wrong, evil traditions. They keep following stuff that is not of God, that is, you know, because the Bible says the truth will make you free. So either you're following the wrong tradition and religiousness of man, or you're following, you're, you're, you are willingly uh, following your own desires and you, and you desire to just keep doing what you're doing. Either you're not following the truth of God's word or you have made a conscious decision to keep doing what you want to do. So it's one or the other because if God's word is the truth and it makes you free, then you should be free. If you're following the truth of God's word, it should break you. If you are following after man, it won't break you. If you're following after your own ways and don't want to change your ways, then you will stay the same. Because if you follow God's word, then you should be free. Amen. But uh, Matthew, amen, praise God, um, he, we know, was he was a tax collector, amen, praise God, and he was one of the, the, the 12 that followed, amen, the lifestyle of Jesus. So he wrote about Jesus first. He, his, his, his thing was follow Jesus, follow Jesus now. And what, what he was saying was because they were used to following the law. 
and he was telling them, follow Jesus now, follow, it's grace. Now, he's giving you grace and leading uh, of the Holy Spirit, and, and follow follow Jesus now. And so it was new to them because they, Jesus was not in the Old Testament days. So to follow after Jesus was new. Sometimes change, when you're trying to get people to follow the truth of something, they have a problem because they're so used to following man. They're so used to what man told them to do. And uh, now you're telling them to follow Jesus. Follow, follow the scripture of what Jesus taught now and not what man wants you to, wants you to do. Amen. So um, Matthew, uh, he used the Old Testament to show the people where they once were taught a certain way. Now it is time for you to be taught how to walk in um, the holy will of God. Amen. Praise God. Um, Praise God. Amen. So he came to... He came to set them free from what they were um, bound up in as far as what the Pharisees and the Sadducees taught them. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. So you you have to know that there are some things in you that God is breaking you of. Amen. Praise God. That you did it because you thought they were, it was, it was um, the right way to go, uh, the right things to do. Amen, praise God. But um, you have to know now that there is a new way. So the law and Jewish traditions are what we're talking about today, uh, clean foods, amen, and things that are not clean, your hands, amen. Glory be to God. If you uh, don't clean your hands, you're not clean before God is what they were saying. Amen. So very quickly, very quickly, um Matthew 15, 1 through 20, we've already read the scriptures. But here we see that um, Jesus was being confronted by the scribes and the Pharisees. Who are the scribes and the Pharisees? They were religious leaders of the time of Israel, the, the Old Testament times. They were religious leaders. Amen. And they were they were religious. The word religious is referring to they implemented the law. There was the law, the law that was given, amen. They took the law, amen, praise God, and they were twisting the law, amen. They put their own understanding of what, how they wanted the law to be. So it gave them, it gave them an avenue to be unrighteous, but the people couldn't be unrighteous. They, 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 would, they would judge you and, and make you unworthy. But they did it, and they justified because they are they are the ones that tell you what to do. You cannot point a finger at them. Isn't that something? Glory be to God. Glory be to God. So they confronted Jesus by, um, and they made sure that everyone everyone knew how religious they were. Everybody knew, Amen. Praise God, how religious they were because this is this is what they did. They made sure everyone knew that they were the Pharisees and the, and the Sadducees. They wore their religion. They wore clothes that said, I am, I am a religious leader. You know people like that? They wear things. They want you to know that they're they the pastor, they're the leader. You should know them just by 
just by the spirit of the God of God that's in their heart. You should know. I can I can sometimes walk into the store or drive by a certain place and I will see a man or woman of God and I say, I know that's a pastor. That's a leader. That's an apostle right there. You know them. They don't have on no big suits, no big cloths around their neck. You know them. Their light is shining. They're not walking around here condemning folks and saying, you unclean, you unclean, you unclean. You know them. They were religious leaders. They they wore their religion. They made extra they made extra clothing. They put paralytics up on their forehead, tied scarves around their head, you know, put extra long fringes on their robes. They they fasted and prayed in the open, long prayers in the public so people could hear and see them and know that they were they were the leaders of the Jewish law. They made a grand show wherever they went. They gave they gave alms to they made sure that they knew that you gave they gave stuff to the poor. I gave you them clothes. I brought you some food. They wanted you to know it. Over to God. They purposely outwardly did things to let people see. That's how people knew who they was by the openly things that they did. My God, so and, uh, this was uh, what they did. This was a group of scribes and Pharisees that came came to Jesus, amen, praise God, from Jerusalem. Now, get this. The Bible says that they came from Jerusalem. Understand this. They followed, they came all the way from Jerusalem to where Jesus was to follow him. To, to, to make sure that they pointed out that he was wrong. There are people, see, everybody that's following you is not following you because they are excited about the powerful truth that you're speaking. No, they want to find one word that you say that is wrong. They want to see you in the wrong outfit. My God, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. It's a shame that people will walk around here and see you in something other than your clergy gown. And when they see you in some spandex because you're getting ready to go work out, they say, oh, look, look, look at her. She got on spandex. She she ain't holy. Oh, look at her. She got on earrings. She ain't holy. Where's all this coming from? Because you misinterpret the scripture, see. Glory be to God. Let me keep on going because I got, I got to put all of this right now into five minutes and I got to get off the call. So, uh, yeah, they came over from Jerusalem. They were not local. They were not. They didn't live where Jesus was. They came from uh, 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 Jerusalem. Religious leaders who were they were they were not based in Galilee. These were uh, Pharisees and scribes that came from Jerusalem. The headquarters where all the Jewish uh, uh, religious affairs took place. <laughs> Glory to God. They traveled um, so many miles to come to Galilee. There's some folks that just going around looking to see what you're doing. They on your prayer line. They on your live streaming. They they come into your 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 gatherings just to just to find something you know to say that you did wrong. Glory to God. Hallelujah. They're taking this time because um, they wanted to. They didn't want to acknowledge that uh, he was the son of God, but they wanted to point out wrong. They sought to convince people 
that he was wrong and they were right. Go over to God. So the Pharisees, they had tried to do this several times, but they couldn't. So they sent people from Jerusalem this time. They had local people that were still a part of the Sadducees, but they they couldn't stand up against Jesus. So they called for those from Jerusalem to come. Amen. Glory to God. So these were high-power scribes and Pharisees that came from Jerusalem to point out the faults of Jesus and his disciples. Amen. But how many know that uh, Jesus exposed them? You're going to mess around and get exposed trying to expose God's righteous people. I'm not talking about people that deliberately go around and preach lies to people just so people can show into their lives. I get so sick and tired of people saying, oh, so-and-so, so-and-so, I went and they prophesied to me and the prophecy still ain't came to pass because it was a lie. And then you follow the truth of God's people that are telling you the truth. They're telling you how to work and, and get God's kingdom blessings. These people prophesying to you and saying falseness, and you sow immediately into them. But when people telling you what to do and how to live holy, you ain't going to sow into them. I get it all the time. Folks don't sow into my ministry because I'm telling them the truth of what they need to be doing and how they need to just walk up right before God, do this, do that, and, and live holy lives. They don't want to hear that. But they want me to prophesy and say, you gonna, God going to do this, God going to do that. And when I prophesy, I get money. That's why I don't get no money because I don't prophesy lies to people. And I will not prophesy lies to people. But I will continue to live holy before you and teach you how to live holy, and you will see the blessings of the Lord out of your holy living. Glory to God. So Jesus showed up to break the lawbreakers, the hypocrites, and the sinners. That's what he showed up to do. He knew they were coming. He said, I'm going to show you this time how I'm going to expose you. The scribes and the Pharisees, they were extremely offended. Glory to God by Jesus. Jesus would predict that they were going to have, their lives were going to be a disaster. They didn't like that. Glory to God. And so his, these disciples came around, and the Pharisees were offended. Amen. Glory to God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. And so um, they focused on outward outward appearance. Amen. Glory to God. And so uh, let me just tell you this, and I'm going to have to end the call. Uh, outward forms can be useful. There are outward things that you can do that will show that you are saved, but they should never take the place of the truth of what really should be in your heart. Amen? Glory to God. So um, the Pharisees had traditions that they followed, teachings that they were taught by the Jewish rabbis that they had given interpretations to on their own. They passed these traditions down by word of mouth to their children. So you see, you have to be careful what you pass on to your children. They had a, the Jewish um, rabbis have a, uh, a written book called the Mishnah, M-I-S-H-N-A-H. It includes prayers and blessings for different occasions and how to how to rules and how to conduct yourself and how to be purified. Um, they listen to this. They wrote this book 
the Jewish rabbis and the Pharisees and the Sadducees, they took, this is what they did. Moses wrote the Ten Commandments according to what God told him to write. They took the Ten Commandments. They, 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 you're supposed to obey the Ten Commandments. They said, they took and they wrote an interpretation of what God was saying to Moses, and they put it in man's understanding of it, the way they wanted it. They interpreted it, and they called it the Mishnah. In other words, they broke down each one of the Ten Commandments, and they wrote it out in what they wanted the people to follow. And that's why they they wrote hand-washing, purification of the body, what women couldn't do. They added on their interpretation. I'm telling you, that's what people do today. They speak the word of God, but then they interpret it the way that they want you to follow it, the way that they want to follow it, so that they can continue to sin and they can say, well, the word of God said it. Yeah, because you interpret it wrong. And so uh, the entire section, they got washing of hands in there, they got various blessings that they recite doing, washing of the hands, a oh, glory to God, ceremonial purification. They said if a man poured water over, this is what they have in the Mishnah. They said if a man poured water over one hand with a single rinsing, that hand is clean. But if over, if you pour water over both hands with a single rinsing, they are unclean unless he pours over them a quart or more of water. So I'm telling you, these were these were required by the Jews traditionally to wash their hands before eating and after eating also between courses of food. So each household had to store a lot of water. That's why you saw a lot of water being stored because they they took that as being clean. This is something they said. God never said it. This is something that they put in the Mishnah that they wanted people to follow. So this explains why the houses in Galilee, when Jesus turned the water into wine, it had six large jars, stones of water on the outside. They used this for rituals. These were rituals. And then it says uh, they, did, they didn't have no piped water supplies, so, again, they had to store water. But they used this to show that they were purified and clean. If they had big tubs of water by their house, it, it said to the Pharisees and the Sadducees that they were clean. My God, Jesus. So you can imagine, you know, the traditions that they had to keep because this is what the Pharisees told them. Amen. So you read in verse, let me get this out of the way. So you, you read along in verse 2 that the disciples of Jesus did not, they didn't wash their hands when they ate. And so you can imagine uh, you know, how how uh, they looked at them and, and said, oh, my God. Now, naturally, I would say that they should wash their hands because they have been traveling and putting their hands on this and that. And so before you eat, you just, you know, just, you know, you just want to clean hands because they probably got dirt and mud and picking up stuff, you know, but it had nothing to do with their heart. It didn't make them unclean before God. My God, and and so here's the question. The Pharisees and the Sadducees said, why do your disciples not follow the tradition of our elders? These were the religious leaders. What the disciples had, they said that they had done a serious offense. They were offended. 
They were not offended because they were eaten with dirty hands and the food, you know, could become contaminated. They were they were saying that they dishonored God. So according to Matthew, you know, according to Matthew, he said that they they were unclean. This is what the Pharisees were saying. They have unwashed hands, which was they considered this a sin of adultery. My God. You see you see how twisted man Man's mind can be another of uh, these rabbis, amen, said that they were transgressions and, and sin. Uh, and so um, so um, Jesus came back and he said um, to them, glory to God, why is it that you are not keeping the commandment of honoring your mother and your father? So, they recited back to say that the reason why they did not honor their mother and the father is because they gave their their uh, portion of alms to God. They made an excuse. You know how people do. I gave my tithes, and and it's rightfully to give your tithes. But if you got a mother or a father that is sick and they light you off and they gas it off, you're going to give your tithes and not going to help them pay their, their, you know, get lights back on? He said, you disown your mothers and your fathers. You left them hungry when they didn't have food, and you went and took your money to the temple to be seen. My God, that's what he said. That's what he was saying to them when he said that you, you did not honor the commandments. Glory to God. Hallelujah. They outwardly wanted to do an act of devotion to God so that people, amen, they, they wanted, they had selfish desires. Their desires was for man to see them give alms at the temple in the offering basket, a big wob of money, and then they had parents that had, had, that had asked them, please help me, please help me, I'm hungry. They walked past them and said, huh, with their big gowns on. That's how we do. We walk past people every every single Sunday that sit right next to you, and and uh, you put so okay. So you put your tithes in your if you want to do that, you put your tithes and your offering in the bucket. Then and then the church, the men and women of God, got the Pharisee and the Sadducee spirit too, because they're not taking the offerings and making sure that people that really really don't can't pay their bills are not they're not offering them assistance. That's what the money is supposed to be for. Glory to God. Yes, you're supposed to support the men and women of God and make sure that they're not living in dirt homes and, and they can't pay their bills yet. They, yes, that's true, too. But then there should be the alms, the benevolent offering should be to help those that need help, Pharisees and Sadducees. They get the money, and then they look better than, than, than the people that are homeless. My God. So this is what the Word of God was saying today. I'm going to have to go ahead and end this word, but it's dangerous. It's dangerous to be religious hypocrite. Jesus spoke against this. Amen. He called the scribes and the Pharisees hypocrites in public because they they he had to expose their religion as a false religion. It was a powerless religion. Don't nobody need to see you pray for long hours on the street, and then you get up, and then you forget, and then you don't even speak to them. You just walk past them, you know, being a woman of God that you are, not helping people, not honoring people, but you want to talk about how I didn't clean my hands. 
Oh, you didn't go to church today. You sin, you sin, you sin. You don't know what I went to do. I could have went to the nursing home. I could have went to pray for somebody. I could have been on the conference call that's that a healing. You don't know what people are doing when they don't go to church. Now, if they sat at home and just kicked their heels up and was lazy, then there's something between them and God. Glory be to God. We got too much lip service, too much religiousness. Amen, praise God. Too much hypocrites in the house of God. Glory to God. So there's much more to this lesson. Amen, glory to God. I want you to really look over this lesson. Amen, praise God. We got a heart problem in the body of Christ. Amen, praise God. We lack inward devotion. We We like to just have outward appearance, but our inward heart should really reflect our outward appearance. You don't have to dress yourself up for people to know who you are and to follow you. God wants you to look good, but he don't want that outward look to take away from your inward heart that people really need to see that allows them to follow Christ. Amen. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word today. We ask, God, that you will touch our hearts, oh, God, that we will be men and women, of oh God, that seek after you, oh, God, in our whole heart, mind, and soul. We want to look like you from the inside to the outside. Help us not to have a Pharisee and a Sadducee spirit. Break us from uh, evil traditional ways that cause us to lead people astray. We repent. We renounce it. And we ask, Lord God, that you would deal with our hearts, God, that we will not follow after the wrong ways, that we will be like Christ. In the name of Yeshua, we do pray. Amen and praise God. Thank you for joining me here on the broadcast today. This has been um, Sylvia Staples of the Message of Christ Church. We are here every Sunday at 8 a.m., and we thank you for joining us. And we ask that you come back and visit us tomorrow on Monday at 6 a.m., tomorrow at 6 a.m., and also tomorrow at 7 o'clock p.m. Amen. Join us in the morning at 6 a.m. here on, on our broadcast. Uh, if you desire to call us, our number is 773-609-2071. You can leave us a message on the voicemail. We, we're sorry, but we are no longer calling back uh, for prayer requests, but shortly we will be calling you back. But right now we are just getting the schedule together, And but as of now we are not. Amen, praise God. But starting, amen, in August we will be calling you back for your prayer requests. Amen. But right now, please leave your prayer request and we will make sure we pray over it. Amen. If you would like to follow and know about our ministry, the dates and times and where we're going and what we're doing through the week, you can go to our website, sylviastaplesministries.com and messengerchrist.net. You will see our weekly and our monthly schedule. Amen. Praise God. Continue to follow us. We have things that are coming up we want you to be a part of. Get to the website, and you will know our monthly and our weekly engagements. Listen, God bless you. We love you here at the Message of Christ Church. We hope to hear you in the morning at 6 a.m. on our broadcast. Please sow into our ministry. Get to the website, amen, and sow your seed. Amen. God bless you. We love you. And at this time, our broadcast is now over. God bless you, and goodbye. To stop conference recording, press 1. Your conference recording has stopped.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.